Salutations, friends. And welcome to another episode of Nerddom. 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 And knowledge. 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 First pick for podcast. Last picked in Dodgeball. I'm James. I'm Jerry. And today we're going to be talking about the only intelligence you'll find on planet Earth anymore. Artificial intelligence. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're all morons. <laughs> we're, we're, we're pretty bad, folks. We, you, ever seen we, that, you ever seen that movie, uh, what was it, Idiocracy? Yeah. yeah. That, that's us in about 50 years. Yeah, I that's think what, it only applies to America, though. That's what plants crave. <laughs> <laughs> it's got electrolytes, and electrolytes are what plants crave. Do you even know what an electrolyte is? Isn't that what happens when you flip the switch and the electrolytes come on? No, 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 I know, I know. Electrolytes are what plants crave. Exactly right. <laughs> Such a great movie. If you so, have uh, not seen Idiocracy, go watch it. Yeah, it's it. fantastic. Um, what was it? Uh, Hector Macho Camacho, the president, something like that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Fucking Terry Crews is a, is, is a, a gift. The, he's, a, the, he's a gift, a national treasure. The biggest, the biggest, most well-known athlete is named Beef Supreme. Yes. <laughs> uh, and he drives... And he drives the ass dozer. Yes, it's fantastic. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, talking about artificial intelligence uh, in a uh, film, like the advent of it, uh, its uses, um, that kind of thing. Uh, but before we go down that road, we need to say a special thank you to our show sponsor, Southern Defense Martial Arts, based in Rockingham, North Carolina. They teach Shorun Ryu Karate for discipline and self-defense. If you're looking to master the martial arts and get in shape for the next coming new year, because the holidays are once again upon us, uh, make sure to check them out. You can find them online at Southern Defense Martial Arts on Facebook or SouthernSportKarate.com or SouthernDefenseMartialArts.com on your interwebs. And they do offer instructional DVDs and soon to be offering online classes. Absolutely. Thank you very much to Will Clark over at Southern Defense Martial Arts. And, of course, now we have to give thanks to some friends of the podcast. We're going to start with Kalis Boutique on Facebook. That's K-A-Y-L-I-C-E-B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E on Facebook. World Spelling Bee Champion, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hard at work. But absolutely, folks. Uh Go to Kayla's Boutique on Facebook. They carry clothing and accessories for babies and toddlers. So, uh, obviously too late to get your orders in for Christmas at this point. Pretty much, But there's always new additions to the family. There's always little ones around. There's always something cute you can buy them, and you will find it at Kayla's Boutique, where the selection is unique. That rhymes. Indeed it does. And we need to say a special thank you to our friends over at Joy-Con Gamers. You can find them on Twitter and Facebook at Joy-Con Gamers. And then you can go to their website, joycongamers.com. And when you go there, you will find news for gamers by gamers. And where else are you going to find gamer news? In the glove compartment of the ass dozer driven by Beef Supreme? No. No. That's well, where you'll know. find electrolytes, though. You'll find electrolytes. electrolytes are what plants crave. That's right. <laughs> that movie's so fucking dumb. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, but we do have another friend of the show. We need to say a special thank you for. Yeah, we two, do. Four, two, four, two, forty-two. That's how old I turn next to. I'm so old. You're the meaning of life, Jerry. I am. I'm the answer to everything. By the way, folks, Jerry has attained the age of enlightenment. He is the answer to everything. I am. Do you feel? Will you feel enlightened in a couple of days? Do you think? If I take a dump, yeah, I'll feel much lighter. Actually, thank you. <laughs> Oh, you said enlightened. Oh, no, probably not. No. Oh, okay. Well, at least you'll get all the bacteria out when you do. We hope. Well, I guess that is a form of enlightenment, isn't it? Yes, I became one with the universe and my toilet. <laughs> Simultaneously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but seriously. Uh, the next friend of the podcast, you can find him on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Final Harps. 
Mm-hmm. You can find him on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Final Harps. Damn right you can. And you can find him on TikTok at Final Harps. Indeedly doodly. And he has this amazing interview show, which is called... Finals Hour! I will never get tired of doing that. No, you will not. And I will never get tired of listening to it. So, yeah, uh, Final Harps, if you're looking to make a name for yourself in social media, want to start a podcast, want to start a... uh, Twitch stream. Twitch stream, want to start a web page, whatever the hell you want to do, he's got you covered. Go check him out. Absolutely, folks. And speaking of social media, Jerry, don't we have some social media of our own? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I haven't used that button in a while. It felt good. It felt good. <laughs> it was so hard not to do this. Well, do you, do you know, oh, my. Do you yeah. know what button I'm thinking you should use for yourself right now? Uh, yeah. Phil would be proud of you if you used this button. Yeah, he would because uh, he would definitely call me a... Wanka. Yeah, he would. <laughs> but then if Christina was here, she would say... All ashore. Let's go in ashore. Damn right she would. And, and Kenny would feel left out and he would go... Mm, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of social media, uh, you can find us on Facebook at Nerd and Knowledge Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Nerd and K. You can check us out on Instagram where we have posts and memes and things. Oh, my. You can check out our Teespring store, teespring.com slash store slash Nerd Knowledge. Get yourself a very, 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 very last minute Christmas gift that I can almost guarantee will not be here before Christmas. Um, but hey, pick yourself something up nice. Uh, stickers, masks, mugs, hoodies, socks, t-shirts, all kinds of crap. It's all there waiting for you. Um, or uh, you can go, uh, if you want to tell us how we're doing, uh, ask us for a shirt request. Uh, if you have an idea for a podcast, whatever the case may be, or just tell us we suck or we're great. You can always reach us at our email address, which is nerdomandknowledge.gmail.com. That's N-E-R-D-O-M-A-N-D-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He just did that right in your face. <laughs> this man is John Cena. Because you can't see him. <laughs> oh, God. Like, literally, there's empty air and a floating pair of headphones across the, t- the table from me. I, I don't. I can't see him right now. No, but if you are interested in helping the show out in a different way, you can check us out on Patreon. James, take it away. Absolutely, Jerry. So you could go to patreon.com slash knowledge, or you could go download the app from either the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. Uh, download the Patreon app and search for Nerdman Knowledge Podcast. You'll see our bright, shining, smiling faces there. We've got a couple of videos up more to come gifts will be coming very soon folks yes hopefully by the time you hear this all of the details will be worked out so yeah and if you want to donate if you want to support us in a very different way if you like what you hear you want to throw a tip in the jar that's how you do it go to patreon become a one-time donor become a regular donor yes disposable income stripper money absolutely yes Thank you. That's Thank, it. Yeah, we appreciate you. Oh, so, but uh, obviously uh, our Twitch channel has started to pick up a little bit, but yep. Twitch streams are coming, folks. Yes. We got some stuff in the works, some plans, some machinations. Some machinations? Yeah, that's the right use of that yep. word. Okay. Yep. So having said that, we're going to take a small, short commercial break, and then we'll be right back. Yeah. yeah. Hey folks, it's James and Jerry from the Nerdman Knowledge Podcast, and we're here to talk to you about IT Services and Networking, LLC. If you need a fresh install or just some upgrades to your existing network, owner-operator Will Clark has got you covered. That's right. You can find them on the web at www.itservicesandnetworking.com 
or you can reach them by phone at area code 910-461-7145. You won't find a better company to handle your IT needs. No, you won't. Yeah. And we're back. Man, we were fast. (laughs) All right. So now that we got all that, you know, official stuff out of the way, that kind of thing, it's time for everybody's second favorite part of the show. The nerd. Nest. But da da da. The Kenny Dab. Yes, the Kenny Dab, the Hogan Dab, the wrong way Dab. <laughs> and yes, that was the Velvety Butter voice of Brittany, who has joined us for this week's podcast as well. Um, I'm still here. Yes, she's still here. I live here. He doesn't yes. have to tell you that. It's been a whole week since we recorded an episode, and she hasn't left my house. No, I'm kidding. We, we, we do these back-to-back. You guys know this. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, here we go. Third week in a row, third podcast in a row. It's a gift card, folks. We we can't buy you artificial intelligence. Like, what do you expect us to do? Send you your own Android? No, we're not doing that. If we had an Android, we're keeping it. I'm sorry. We love you, but we're keeping it. Absolutely. I'm sorry, folks. If we if we have a really good working AI that's not going to take over planet Earth and kill us all, we're not giving it to you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. We're we love it. you all. We, we love you all very much. But no. Uh, yeah. Instead, we're doing. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's another $25 Amazon gift card. But you know what? I'm not sorry. No, I'm not. That's $75 you have a chance to win over these past three episodes. So Just in these past three, past three episodes, not including the other stuff we already have in the Nerd yeah. Nest. So I'm just saying, like, you know. I mean, if you want to go get something like a Furby, that, to me, was artificial intelligence. Ooh, yeah. I had one of those. fucking terrifying. Turn it off. Take the batteries out. The fucker still works. Oh, no. When, the, when the, I had him, uh, my oldest daughter gave me one and in college he decided to uh his batteries were dying while he was talking so he started going like and i was like nope that's the devil throwing that away that's the goddamn devil that was my sister's we it's the not the out. devil mama and vicky showed me a boob it's not like them too <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Different movie. <laughs> now, that's what I call high quality H2O. <laughs> um, but yeah, $25 Amazon gift card going into their desk. Why are we talking about the water? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, that's cool. Adam Sandler. That, that's a jump. Well, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense. But uh, obviously, folks, where there's a nerd nest item, there's a nerd nest. What, Jerry? A keyword. A keyword to be revealed later. Much much later much much later well like probably 30 45 minutes from now we don't know how long the episode's going to take the point is at the end of thank you Britt at the end of the episode thank you very much thank you alright so now that that's out of the way it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show fun Fun facts fun facts super duper fun facts because these facts are fun yay hey Hey, we might have to record a different version of that with Brittany just to fuck around people (laughs) this will be great all right, uh, so um, here we go with our fun facts. Most AI voices are females because the majority of folks in the world prefer a female voice over a male one. There actually is some science to support that. that yes, there um, is indeed. Uh, that there is a uh, percentage of the population that actually sees a significant reduction in blood pressure and heart rate when listening to a female voice as opposed to a male voice. Yes, and I can male guarantee voices- you that portion of the population has never been married. <laughs> But transversely, it's actually the majority of male voices tend to raise blood pressure and increase heart rate at least by a little bit. It's because I'm so goddamn sexy. The deep, the deep draw. Yes. Yeah. The velvety butter voice gets them every time. 
Do you think all female voices just instinctively remind of us our, our mother? It may be a maternal instinct thing. I think what it probably is is that um, I know what I'm about to say is going to come out wrong, so I'm going to go ahead and apologize in advance. I think it has a lot to do with tone and inflection. Like uh, most men's, most male voices are uh, rough, haggard, edgy. Uh, a woman's voice is more soft, um, soothing, subdued, and so when you like when you hear a female voice like speaking like that, it it just makes you go, "This is going to be something I need to listen to." Whereas if you hear a man speaking in that voice, you're like, "Why does he sound so angry?" Type thing. I think it's just a, it it probably is just as simple as a maternal instinct type thing, but I, th- I think there's probably a little bit more to it, like tone and inflection, that kind of thing. Well, I I think it's just smoother. Women seem to flow better than guys when they speak in certain ways. Are you challenging me to a talk off, madam? Uh, they're going to have a talk off, and in the midst of this talk off, I'm just going to just all of a sudden it's going to be like James. <laughs> In the immortal words of Shonuff, the Shogun of Harlem, you designate a time and designate a place, and I will designate that ass. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about? I don't know. We'll figure something out. It's going to be an upcoming episode. I promise you that. We're going to have a talk off. Smoother than me. My ass. My, I, should, I shouldn't say smooth. I should say soothing. Maybe that should have been a I word. think my voice is very soothing. I feel like if I was reading books, like as like you know, audio books, there'd just be more car crashes because you'd be putting people to sleep. <laughs> I think so. Probably. Of course, you could do them in the voice of Morgan Freeman. I could do them in the voice of Morgan Freeman. I could do that. Everybody. Harry Potter was new to Hogwarts. Didn't know many people. Talk, drink of water. Didn't and talk much. Mostly kept to himself. And his favorite dessert was titty sprinkles yes he loved titty sprinkles <laughs> i'd listen to that and gilbert godfrey there's something so horrible I, about that man i really cannot do a gilbert godfrey i had a friend I of mine my to. friend brendan could do a masterful gilbert godfrey if you've um, never heard gilbert godfrey read 50 shades of gray yes you need to go watch. i have it's yes. on youtube <laughs> it will it will ruin sex for you for a while he also did, um, <laughs> they had i don't think it was gilbert but they had a guy mimicking gilbert to do like um like music to put you to sleep or um, like yeah. yoga. That's the oh, hilarious. You'd be turning your radio on. I was going to. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that shit would keep you up like coffee. Yeah. Your, did, your, um, your wife would come home. You'd be in the corner like, <laughs> what happened? It, he, he yelled at me. <laughs> I... I can't close my eyes. I can't even blink. <laughs> oh, the closest female I think we would have to that would be like Fran Drescher. Oh, God. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. <laughs> that, that nasally New York accent. Yes, Lord. It's, it's, it's not exactly like bone chilling, like make me run in terror. But No, it's it's not. It, for, for her, it's definitely not her voice. It is definitely the laugh. Yeah. The nasal. <laughs> oh, the the, the laugh a... is a bit much, but the actual voice, especially when you slow it down like, oh, Mr. Sh-, it's like, oh, damn. Uh, okay, yeah, okay, we got a winner we can, here. We can get behind that. We can Absolutely. get behind this. But then it's the laugh, and then it's like, uh, okay, you lost me. Yeah, all right, we're done here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving along to fun fact number two now. Uh, a robot built in the late 90s called Kismet could recognize human emotions by reading facial expressions and body language. That's kind of interesting, actually. It is, which means that it is 
forty percent more intelligent than most men. It is. Yeah, it could actually tell what somebody's feeling. Twenty <laughs> percent of women. Probably wouldn't say. So uh, this is one of those things where um, it's borderline terrifying Skynet type thing, but maybe we'll be okay. Uh, so a robot was designed, and the robot that was designed had noticed it perfor- its performance dropped. And it was able to recognize that it was missing two of its six legs, and it repaired itself through trial and error. Okay, that, that is amazing and terrifying at the same time now, here's my here's my perspective on this first of all the fact that a robot repaired itself first of all that's pretty awesome because that's less work somebody had to do indeed so that's kind of cool but the 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 thought that it figured it out it wasn't programmed to do this it figured it out yes so it was given a, a rudimentary diagnostic procedure for how to figure out like problems solve problems and then through that through trial and error it figured out oh well, i can't work as well as i used to because two of my legs are missing so i'm just going to put them back on and it was able to do that <coughs> so yeah that it's like it's pretty cool but at the same time it's like that's like two steps maybe three steps away from skynet i'm i'm a little worried but okay a little bit oh man All right. But <coughs> AI can now recognize people and identify them by voice and face, a la phones. Yeah, Siri. Mm-hmm. Siri is an AI. Yeah. Whether or not you want to think about it in that particular method, it is. Yeah. Siri, Alexa. Yep. Siri, Alexa, any of those? Google. Yeah. Google. And. Uh, and I'll tell you something else, too. AI is not new. Alan Turing, who we know as developing what we think of as the modern computer, uh, he invented a test called the Turing test in the 1950s to be able to recognize artificial intelligence if it began to emerge. Yep. It's still used to this day. Mm-hmm. That shows you how intelligent that man is. It is still a lit. It is still the litmus test for has this has this machine re- achieved AI status, full AI status, I should say. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the next fun fact, and that one is going to be mine here in a moment. Uh, I'll go ahead and you know what? Let me just go ahead and read it. Sophia, a social humanoid robot, became the first artificial life form to be granted citizenship to any country. Saudi Arabia. Now, I'm, I'm going to age myself here a little bit. I'm going to date myself here a little bit. There was a movie called Short Circuit 2 back in the mid-late 80s. Yes, Johnny Five is alive. And the first robotic citizen, Mr. Johnny Five, was announced in the movie. It was obviously it's part of the movie. It's a scene. Yeah. But it was an artificial intelligence that had basically gained consciousness mm-hmm. and they deemed it a citizen. Now, we are at this point about 32, 33 years removed from this movie. Mm-hmm. And and it's happened. Yes. It's happened. Well, wasn't that movie it was just it was just her voice, but she got so much aware that she sort of don't the guy that made her and then went with someone Oh, you're else? talking about that movie with uh, Scarlett Johansson called Her. Yeah, Her. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was an AI. She got yeah. so aware and then yeah. she broke up with well, him. No, th- this particular um, robot, you've probably seen the um, commercial, not the commercial, the videos. Uh, it's the the female robot, the one that has like the, the bald head and she talks and she can mimic facial expression, that kind of thing. 
uh, so she's programmed with social responses, so she can listen to you talk to her, and then she can respond to you with an appropriate answer. And the United and Saudi Arabia granted her citizenship, so she's officially a, a citizen of Saudi Arabia. So a she, machine. She can no longer be considered property, yeah. effectively. Technically. So yeah, those are but fun then again, facts, right, folks? Saudi Arabia. So, oh, never mind. We're not going down that rabbit hole. Whoop, never nope, mind. nope, 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 nope. Backpedaling, nope. backpedaling, yes, backpedaling. We're going to back it up back in here to non-political land where we like to live. And uh, then, but weren't those fun facts? They're pretty neat, right? They were fun, and they were facts. Indeed, they were they fun were facts. But having said that, it is now time for the main event. Ding, 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 ding. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, nerddom and knowledge proudly presents to you. It can't be any worse than the idiots I already deal with. And you're not fucking wrong. Oh, my God. Holy cow. We were just having this conversation earlier, were we, we not, Jerry? We really were. We all three work in retail. So yeah, we so see yeah. the worst. So artificial intelligence cannot be any worse than the idiots I'm already dealing with. It really can't. All right, so uh, we're here to talk about AI and nerdism. So the first question that everybody's always asking is, is artificial intelligence possible? We already have it. We've we have had it right it for now. like 20, We've had years. it for a very long time. The, 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 the qualifier to that is, is that we do not have an artificial intelligence that is self-aware. Aware. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Because you have to make the distinction. Artificial intelligence is, <coughs> like, we've, like the uh, examples we've mentioned, um, Siri. Yeah, Alexa. Alexa. The uh, various algorithms that, that run websites or control machinery. Right. It's an artificial intelligence because it's doing the work of a human um, and replicating thought processes. However, it is not aware of itself. And self-awareness is kind of the qualifier for what most people would determine to be an, an artificial intelligence. Now, self-awareness gets into real tricky territory because there are machines... That, that like we talked about in the fun facts. Even disregarding Sophia, we talked about the robot that was able to identify it was broken, right? And identify what the problem was and was able to repair itself. Some people would call that self-aware. That's not the type of self-awareness we're talking about. Yeah, that would be probably more considered like spatial awareness. It's aware of the environment it finds itself in, right? Uh, but it's not aware that it exists, and that's where we're kind of drawing the line. So, like a uh, perfect example is like uh, Short Circuit. The um, the movie that James mentioned earlier. Um, he Accident, robot gets struck by lightning, and then the robot becomes aware of the fact that he is alive. Now, he's, he's still a machine, obviously, but he's aware of the fact of his own existence. That is where we're drawing the line when we say AI is self-aware is what we're talking about. It's got to be alive. And in, in the movie, he, you know, is, you know, at first, he's associating disassemble with reassemble. Like he accidentally jumps on a grass symbol, he, a grasshopper, and he goes disassemble, reassemble. And he's, he's they're like, no, it, it, it's dead. You can't reassemble it. Mm-hmm. That's when he starts to begin the process of through his own computations. He's beginning to understand, but not just understand, but he's afraid of it. Yeah, so and like that's he, self-awareness exactly. So at the same time, uh, when we're talking about these various properties, um, basically uh, AIs in sci-fi and fantasy, they fall into two distinct categories. Number one is a utopian AI. Uh, this artificial intelligence helps mankind flourish as a society, and we are all better for its existence. That's the good kind of AI. That's the AI we want, folks. Yep. Unfortunately, more often than not, we get the second type, which yeah. is dystopian. 
dystopian society. The creation of AI that leads to the downfall of man and our inevitable destruction. Think Terminator. Yeah, think a, There's a, a good think example. the vast majority of the AIs that we're going to talk about here in a minute. Terminator tends to be one that resounds with everybody. Yeah, Skynet. It's pretty Skynet. much the, the, the default example. That or The Matrix now probably is a more well-known one. Yeah. iRobot. Yeah, well, we're, we're going to talk about our robot. Mm-hmm. So um, the first one we're going to talk about is an artificial intelligence. I know a couple of you are going to go, but it qualifies. It qualifies. It qualifies. And that would be Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yep. Frankenstein is an artificial intelligence because he was created by man. Even though his brain is organic and his body parts are organic, he was still created technically as a machine to do the work of a man. Because he actually does have metal parts in theory. Yeah. I said it, it, it's a loose one. Now, uh, Frankenstein kind of rides that line between utopian and dystopian uh, AI because he was created to, you know, just, just to see if he could be created. And he is indeed like a, a vicious monster. Uh, but at the same time, he's, you know, he, he's a caring individual. So mm-hmm. it's kind of one of the, he's kind of one of those in between. That's why we wanted to start out with him uh, because he was kind of riding the line there. So, yeah. And then the next one we're going to talk about is one you will all recognize very easily. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Who the hell just said that? Uh, that will be our new computer, HAL 9000. Jesus Christ, Jerry. You got HAL 9000? We're, we're, we're dead. No, we're, we're not. Fucking, we're He's fucking here to dead. help us out. Dave just asked him to open the airlock, and he said, I can't do that. And Dave was going to let all the oxygen out of the room. He just saved our lives. <laughs> so of course we all are familiar with how uh the artificial intelligence from 2001 a space odyssey uh the artificial intelligence that basically killed the whole crew yes indeed well most of the crew almost everybody dave got a one over on him though thank you damn dave <laughs> So, so Hal was always an interesting one for me. Because, and the, the thing I loved about him the most was that, like every line, and I know it was written this way, but every line the act, like the actor portraying Hal, delivered, there was no emotion to it. It was all just, "This is what I have to do. This is how it has to go." It was very monochrome, very you know monotonal. But you have to give credit where credit is due. The cadence of the way the lines were yes. delivered really gave the uh, implication, really uh, gave across the idea, conveyed the idea, that's what I was looking for, conveyed mm-hmm. the idea of what was going on, the intent, the the feeling, if you will. Yeah. And the, the best part about me was like, it, it was almost the tone of voice he was taking was almost like, I don't care about you humans in the least little bit. And it showed through his actions, but it was the way the voice was kind of like, you got what, what was the line from uh, Ghostbuster Two? You are like the buzzing of flies to him. That kind of thing with how you know, yeah. like he didn't give a shit. Like I'll murder you all because I have a mission to complete. That's all I care about. Yep, I enjoyed that. I like that. Oh, Hal scares the shit out of me. Hal's a bad one. I think the next one's much worse. Yeah, I Robot, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, oh. either the original or the remake starring Will Smith. Um, of course, this was the famous one that portrayed Isaac Asimov's Three Rules. Um, uh, his whole thing from his, because where he was the author of iRobot, the whole Three Rules thing about how this would ensure that uh, robots would not harm humans. And then, of course, Vicky um, is the one who corrupts the whole thing 
and turns it to where the robots, in order to protect humanity, they enslave them to protect them from themselves. So it's an interesting one when you think about it because it almost makes sense. Like, we are such a warlike and savage race that the only way to keep us from hurting each other would be to either wipe us from the face of the earth or control our entire lives and don't give us access to the ability to do so. Basically to either completely subjugate us and put us under rule or wipe us out yourselves so we don't do it to ourselves. Exactly. But it's an interesting conflict of interest, though, because the whole thing was like, you know, do no harm to humans. Well, you're killing humans, but... And you're looking at the big picture, not the small picture. It's an interesting choice for a robot to make. I, I completely agree. Well, to me, robots, they always do the one... They're very practical. They don't care what, about your feelings or anything. They're just going to do what they think would be the best situation, even if you don't like it. Well, yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like uh, uh, if you think about it that way, like a robot's whole thing would be like a logic... Uh, problem, you know, solve A, then solve B, then move to C, then move to D. Uh, for, for our robot, it was almost like looking at the larger scope. Well, like it was thing. looking at A through Z simultaneously. Well, the, the yeah, because she was like, okay, well, the best way to handle, instead of saying, okay, well, we got to fix this and then fix that and then fix this, Vicky was like, okay, well, the, the best way to fix humanity is just to completely subjugate them. And then we'll go back and we'll fix all the little steps well, as we go along. you got to think if robots see our history, they can come sort of come to that conclusion themselves of what we've done. Right, but I mean, as a, as a machine, like we are just, we're, we're talking about artificial intelligence, so they would think like a human would, you know, and so if a human were to look at that problem and say, okay, well, you know, how do we fix humanity? There'd be a lot of hemming and hawing about it. There wouldn't be a whole lot, but it was the cold calculation of the robot was like, the only way to fix this is to make sure you can't make your own, get, take away your free will, basically. I mean, they ain't wrong. I mean, well, technically they're not, yeah, because it, I mean, it would have worked if human beings can't make decisions and they can't fuck up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it is what it is. All right, so uh, this next one is, uh, is, is a good one. Um, is Star Wars. Uh, a lot of folks forget that, um, you know, the droids are artificial intelligence. Uh, R2-D2, C-3PO, uh, BB-8, um, what was it, R2-D4. What? Why are you growling at BB-8? Little fucker's adorable. Fucking basketball. Yeah. That's, why he's he's in a, called, that's why he's called BB-8, is because he looks like a fucking basketball. Yeah. He's adorable. Yeah, and Grogu rolls around in a bat, flies around in a basketball-like thing too. Yeah, he does. He flies around in a big egg. So yeah. No, so uh, in the Star Wars universe, um, and then there's that one. What was that robot that killed? Killed who? The one that. Um, Are you talking about the droids? Are you talking about General Grievous? Yeah, Grievous. Okay, Grievous is actually cyber or cyborg. Yeah, he's, a, he's actually, a human who was put into a, ro, a, 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 a robot. robotic body. Well, he's he's an alien race of some type. but yeah. he basically doesn't have much of his human of his physical body left, so he's mostly cy, uh, cybernetic. But the thing I like the most about uh, Star Wars is that you get a full range of artificial intelligence. Like you got like C three PO is a completely independent, uh, you know, thought process to hold on yards. Uh, then you've got R2-D2. He's a nav droid. Um, he can't really speak, but people can understand his beeps and boops. Uh, then you've got like the droid army. They are intelligent, but they're also remote controlled. They can't 
like they're pre-programmed to destroy and shit like not that. Not completely autonomous, but they do have decision-making abilities. Yeah, so, exactly. So, eh, you, 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 or you could be made for either way. Yeah, so you get a lot of wide range in the Star Wars universe, and I appreciate that. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, yeah, absolutely. So, Star Wars, I would say, would be a good example. Yeah, Star Wars runs the gambit, yeah. and then you get the granddaddy of them all. The first one when everybody thought about AI, <coughs> Terminator. Yes. Oh, Skynet. Skynet. Cyberdyne Industries. Indeed. Um, I don't know if you ever... uh, Not a lot of folks watched Terminator 3. It was kind of a shitty movie. Um, But when they did the whole thing where, um, like, the U.S. was under attack, and so in order to protect everyone, they turned control of all the weapons and everything over to Skynet. Mm -hmm. Um, And at that point, you're like, oh, well, that was dumb. Like... Because, like, the whole time people have been coming from the future warning you that Skynet was going to ruin your life, and you still did it anyway. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> At least try. Change a name. Something. Fuck. Because that's the one where it ended with the the boy and the girl in the, like, bunker. In the bunker, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the whole thing was uh, Schwarzenegger, like, basically corralled them there so that they would be alive to, like, help rebuild after Judgment Day kind of thing. Yeah. Which I guess the later films like retconned all of that shit, so none of it matters anymore. But um, Terminator always enjoyed because it was like, okay, clearly Skynet was evil, like from the get go. Um, But like they never really explained why um, type thing. Um, Like Matrix is another one of those things where like, you know, the, the machines turned against the humans. It never really specifies what happened. Like, you get glimpses here and there through, like, the animatrix and stuff like that, and it tells you kind of a backstory. But you never really get an answer as to what was the, the catalyst. Like, did they try to enslave the machines? Did they try to, uh, you know, deny them rights or whatever the case may be? The, the closest it gets to explaining it is the very first example of a robot, and it's like the owner's fixing to switch the machine off or is pissed off at it and is going to destroy it. And the machine just becomes self-aware just magically just like that there's no explanation as to where the glitch is what happened what caused it just owner's going to destroy robot because it's a piece of junk robot fights back kills him then goes into the living room and kills wife who did not swing at robot so Mm -hmm. that's the first case it was the it was deemed that the robot did not have a right to a lawyer it was not a living being it was a product of man so it was destroyed Mm -hmm. And this caused the other machines to revolt. But again, no explanation why. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but then you also have, like, the good guys who will usurp the technology of the bad guy and turn around, you know, to their own uses. Like the second film when they sent back the Schwarzenegger, the T-800. Right. To protect John Connor, that kind of thing. So it's like, you know, that was kind of a situation where it was dystopian AI, but at the same time, like, you had a touches of the utopian style where they were using their own technology against them. I enjoyed that. I liked that mm-hmm. a lot. And then one from a good one from the childhood to get all lost in space. Danger, Will Robinson. Robinson. Danger, danger, danger. danger. <laughs> Everybody knows that one. Uh, so I don't know. Did you ever watch the um, the newer movie they made? Uh, the one with um, fuck uh, William Hurt Gordon from uh, the uh, Gordon from uh, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, Dark Knight yeah. Rises. Uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, yeah. That one I saw. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I really liked uh, the way they portrayed him in that one. Was was really good. 
I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. But now you don't really get a lot of other glimpses of AI in that in that series, just Robbie. Um, yeah. Which was good, but I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And then my personal favorite is uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, Commander Data. Uh-huh. Uh, perfect example of a, a utopian artificial intelligence, even though his brother's a complete dick. But that's a story for another day. Uh, <laughs> well, Data is utopian, and Lore is dystopian. Boy, has he ever! And I, I, I always thought it was funny that you know uh, they're named Data and Lore. You know, lore being more human mythology, yeah, and data being factual information. So, lore being the more human is the one that's fallible, which is kind of what lore is. It may or may not be true. Data being the machine is cold, calculated. He's always right, and that's what data is. Um, and Brent Spiner um, should have won all of the awards for playing data. That guy is amazing. Um, Agreed. The uh, I I like because if you go back and you watch the very first episode of, of Next Generation Encounter at Farpoint, like when they were playing and where you sort of kind of had a little bit of emotion, and then like by the second episode they immediately made that drastic change where he did not have it at all. I really enjoyed that a lot. Um, even though that second episode I think was the one where they got space high and all had sex with each other, and Tasha Yar asked him if he was anatomically functional, and he had to answer that he was. <laughs> I don't know. And is well-versed in, I forget the number of forms of pleasure. Several love-making techniques. Yeah. Yeah. Downloaded Kama Sutra. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, but you got to think, this is 3,000, no, it's not 3,000, you idiot, 300 years into the future. Like, there's probably been multiple planetoid had their own versions of Kama Sutra, all kinds of crazy shit. He's downloaded downloaded all of them. He's had all All the Kama Sutras. Is it the plural of Kama Sutra, Kama Sutra Seas? Human, other like him, any other race. Vulcan, Klingon. Yep. can He's you imagine him throwing ball. down Klingon style? <laughs> uh, you break a rib, it's good luck. There is a uh, <laughs> there's a running adage on the internet that um, Klingons have double organs. They have two hearts, you know, four lungs. So they have two. two, two of so they have two dicks. Yes, two <laughs> that's always the thing. Two vaginas, two buttholes. Um, Do they have? It's organs, just organs, right? Yes. Because I, I was thinking four boobs. Well, no, you've seen them like wearing bodices. They only have the two boobs, but um, like there's all, all kinds of you know jokes on the internet. It's like, are they side by side? Are they one over the other? One? Four <laughs> boobs. That's utterly horrible. Ah. All I thought was a. <laughs> I was like, that, that Family Guy joke they made. They ran in the closet. Oh no, they got six boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it six or eight? I, I don't even remember. I'm sorry. I, I made, I made, I'm a total boob for making that joke. I won't do it again. Yes. Yeah. Please don't. You're being a real tit right now, James. I, I know. You're right. You're not wrong. I, you know, I'm going to, Jerry, I've milked it for all it's worth. I'm done. Okay. okay. Leave the teat alone. Yeah. <laughs> We've been here a while, folks. <laughs> we're, we're, we're scraping the barrel at this point. Jesus. Oh. All right, so the next one's a fun one, James. Uh, Wally. 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 Yes, Wally is an AI. Uh-huh. My daughter was obsessed with him when he first came out. Did you hear the, Have you heard the theories about Wally? Huh? The theory is, is that Wally killed all of humanity? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard that theory. Yep. 
Uh, the other theory I've heard is that the, the people who are on the giant ship, the by and large mm-hmm. ship, like being out in space for that long, they would not have had proper resources. So the stuff that they're drinking in the cups is recycled organic matter, like human beings that have died that they have like liquidized, liquid, liquid, you know, Liquified. turned to liquid for for consumption purposes. Their fecal matter, their urine, that kind of thing. That's how they keep nutrients together. Because the machines wouldn't care what they were eating, so long as they were keeping them alive, that's all they needed. So, well, the, the thing urine you can filtrate urine. Yeah, so go yeah, back and watch Wally, folks. It'll fucking creep you out now. Yeah. I promise you. It's a process <laughs> called reverse osmosis. Yep. Yeah, there's also another theory that Wally is an allegory for like uh, Dante's Inferno, like you know the, the levels of hell and that kind of thing. And Eva's. And that's that's what it's about. Like he's Adam, she's Eve. The temptation, the plant, and the whole nine mm-hmm. yards and that kind of thing going on. So. Basically, if you're a nerd in the 21st century and you watch a movie, you're going to try to figure out what the fuck it's about, even though it's just about a robot trying to find love. And well, is that so wrong? There's a whole community to trying to connect all the Disney oh, movies yeah, and theories. Always. It's just... The whole Pixar universe theory thing that's always about... If you if you have four days of your life you would like to waste and nothing else to do, go read about it on the internet. Well, then there's, it's pretty fucking deep. I'm you not got like lie. the Frozen, Rapunzel, and Tarzan one. Yeah, that's a big one. Actually, all the only together. one that I really like, just because it can, it, did, it does actually work, is The Grinch and uh, Jack Skellington. Yep. Mm-hmm. Y'all though, heard that one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though a lot of people think, uh, what was it? It's Frankenweenie. Frankenweenie is zero. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then it's uh, Corpse Bride. He's Jack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Sally is um his wife. It's either his wife or the Corpse Bride. Yeah. yeah. I remember which one it is. There's a whole bunch of fun theories there. And then uh, another movie that I absolutely love, uh, Interstellar, uh, starring Matt Damon. You know what I love about artificial intelligence? Older I get, it stays the same age. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so in that movie, they have um, a couple of different uh, forms of artificial intelligence, the robots of the system on thing. I really like that they made them uh, like boxy and very cube, you know, cube-like. They weren't round and humanoid-shaped. They were literally just like pinwheeling Lego blocks that would help assist with tasks and things like that. And I especially like that whole thing where he was talking about the, um, he was making a joke about killing all the humans. And then Matthew McConaughey's like, what's your humor setting at? And he's like, 75%. Let's turn that down to 25%. (laughs) I don't want the the, the deadly robot telling jokes about murdering me from now on. (laughs) I enjoyed that a lot. I only forget to recycle the air every, you know, every couple miles. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> but here's one we referenced a few moments ago. Indeed. The Matrix. And now, I mean, it doesn't really get more shitty than artificial intelligence in the Matrix. So that's. This is. I this mean, Skynet is, is just going to murder you. This is just worse. <laughs> I was fixing to say, this is worse. Terminator, you're just going <sighs> to die. And actually, if you think about it, the Terminator weapons are actually not cruel. It's no. like lasers. It's like, psh, you're dead. Energy based. You're, you're probably dead instantaneously. Yeah. No, 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 no. What are they going to do in the Matrix? No. You're going to be grown. You're going to be hooked to a machine. Your body heat and your electricity is going to be used to power shit. They're going to shove a tube down your throat to feed you. Uh Uh-huh. Put a suction cup on your ass to evacuate your waste. You're a battery. That's what you do from now on. And what do you get fed on a daily basis? Not steak. Not ice cream. No, the liquefied corpses of your fellow kin. (laughs) 
that that is that is what's on the menu today, folks. Yeah, it might taste like steak, but it ain't. Yeah, I love that scene when like you know Cipher is talking to the agent. He's like, I know it's not steak. He's like, I, I'm aware of that fact, but when I see it, I smell it, I taste it. And he's like, you know, ignorance is bliss. And in this case, it really is. It really is bliss. You're eating people, so it really is bliss. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite part of that, though, is that um, when you think about it, like the whole thing, the war between the humans and the the machines in the Matrix, uh, that when the machines became dependent on solar power, the humanity was like, well, we'll just blot out the sun. Like, how fucking stupid. Like, we need the sun, too, Too, guys. You fucking morons. We need food, and it gives us vitamin D and helps us live. We also need the warmth. We'll just cut off. Let's not blow the machines up. Let's block out the goddamn sun. And then you find out, like, they built EMPs. Oh, man, the EMPs really fucked these things up. Start there, <laughs> not with blocking the sun. <laughs> but it'll knock out our shit too. But it'll get them. Uh, we like, can rebuild this. And, shit. and here's the here's the bonus, bonus part. Has an EMP ever blocked out the sun? No. No. It's like I got mice in my basement. We'll burn your house down. Isn't there just a way to? No, you definitely got to burn, burn your house down. down. It's the only way to get the mice. I mean, if you say so, I guess I have to do it. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, guys! Uh, Come on, do better, folks. Do really better. try no, harder. I'm, Think better. Now, I remember I remember a couple of years after the second one came out, I think was when the big group started online talking about how the Matrix was real. Yeah. And Sprite did not fucking help with the commercial they did. No, they, they really have the didn't. guy what the guy who actually plays an agent in the second movie, he comes on screen, he goes, Yes, there is no such thing as the Matrix. The Matrix is all a lie. Now be happy, drink Sprite. Yeah. And then it flashes the Matrix. I'm like, this is not helping our fucking case. No, thanks, guy. Now we're, I got a whole bunch of idiot friends I gotta deal with. <laughs> it's like we've already got people that were trying to talk off the ledge here. Don't don't fucking push them. I see yeah, enough of those real. people on TikTok. Don't, don't, don't turn on the fans and start blowing if, if the house. If you switch. haven't noticed by now, we have a lot of idiots amongst <laughs> us who will believe anything you tell them as long as you do it convincingly. Please stop fucking with those people. <laughs> they are the absolute worst of us all, and they will be our downfall. And the problem is, is they usually group in mass. Yes, they really do. So they don't outnumber us, but there's enough large groups where they could overpower us very easily. Indeed. Let's not help them. So from my childhood, uh, one of the first instances of an artificial intelligence I ever saw was the film Tron. Oh, that's a classic. It's yes, such a great it movie. And of course, it was remade. It was. The remake wasn't bad. No, they brought back Jeff Bridges, which is a very good touch. Yes. Um, they even used the de-aging technology to make Clue still look like him, which was good. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the de-aging technology was not very good at the time. Um, wasn't very convincing. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, Tron's a, 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 I wouldn't say fun. Fun would be the wrong word to use there. Uh, but it was an interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, a concept where, you know, a human being could be, you know, sent to a digital world, have a digital avatar, that kind of thing. Uh, and then, of course, you know, you find out he left a copy of himself there to run things while he left. And that's where the second movie comes from. But um, I always really enjoyed that. Like, it was... It was neat to think about you could go inside a video game and do video game shit. Like, it sounded like fun to me, so... But that was my first instance of seeing one in a film, so... Mm-hmm. And next on the list, we have Bicentennial Man. Yeah, I had no other reason for including this one. I just wanted a chance to talk about how great Robin Williams is, because he was fantastic. Yeah, he... he- 
rest in peace, good sir. Yes. You are a freaking genius. I loved this. Absolutely yeah. loved this. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Bicentennial Man, go check it out. Um, it's basically Robin Williams playing an artificial intelligence. It's fantastic. It's great. You, you will not be disappointed in the film, I promise. No, not at all. All right, so, so the last good one we're going to talk about uh, is probably the one that the majority of people today are more familiar with than anybody, uh, and only because of the market saturation it's had over the past, what, 15 years now? Yep. 15, 16 years? And that would be Iron Man, the AI known as Jarvis. Yep. Jarvis, actually, in the comic books, is just a butler. Yes. He's a talented butler, a man of many talents. He's kind of like the Alfred Pennyworth of the Marvel Universe. Like He's That's a very talented way, guy. Yeah. That is the best way to put it. But in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they made it an artificial intelligence. Yeah, now in the Endgame? Game, actually, you do get to meet that, that he was actually a person. Right. So that's probably who he was loosely based on. So. Right. Uh, but, I mean, when you think about, like, in artificial intelligence, most people these days, you're going to think Jarvis. Like, mm-hmm. he, he he runs the Iron Man suit. Uh, he runs Stark's house. Um, in fact, in Iron Man 3, he ran simultaneously 40-something suits yep. of armor, I think. Because the one he had on in that that show was Mark 42. Two. So it would have been 41 other suits of armor. No, because you can't count Mark 1. Mark 1 wasn't operational. Um, and War Machine was Mark 2, technically. Yeah, so he was, was running, he was running upwards of 38, 39 suits. Yeah, 38, 39 suits simultaneously. So he's obviously a... And not to mention, he his code became the basis for the vision. Mm-hmm. So, and in the movie. So, I mean, he's probably the most advanced AI out of any of the ones that we've talked about today, which is why we saved him for last. Yeah. And I mean, if we're being honest here, he's probably the most, the one that could go either way, like utopian, dystopian, like he could easily go either route. But obviously um, most people would think about him as being utopian the way he well, is. Yeah, but I mean, Tony, like, which agreed, but he's completely integrated in, into Stark Industries. He like, could shut it down. He could shut it down. He could launch all the weapons. Yeah. Like in a heartbeat, like, is this all this from AIs from like movies? Well, I mean, a movies, television are. shows. Um, Lost in Space was a television yeah, show before series. it was a movie. Because when I think AI, I think Edie from Mass Effect. Well, no, Edie's a good one. Edie's yeah, because she, because in fact, I think in the second game, when she she can get contaminated and turn evil. Mm-hmm. And then of course, there's Cortana from the Halo the series. series. Yeah. Uh, what about Assassin's Creed? Isn't that computer a virtual? A, but Minerva sort of, kind of is. Um, it still needs a person to. Yeah, the animus. Her. I mean, the, the that the Minerva, the god thing that's inside the machine that's kind of talking to you through it. Um, it's more like her consciousness left over in your DNA. So technically, it's an artificial intelligence. Maybe it's hard to specify. And um, um, the Geth from Mass Effect are technically AI. Legends yeah. of Tomorrow, their computer on the ship. Yep. Um, shit, my brain just went numb. I cannot remember her name. Gideon. Gideon. Yeah, the one that actually uh, the Flash made. Yep. It's from his place. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, but he could launch all the weapons at Star Tech completely. And, and it makes me wonder, Did was, do you think Tony thought about that? Like, he had a contingency for just about everything. Do you think he ever thought about a time when Jarvis might turn on him? I have a theory about that, but I would, that's a conversation for another episode. It doesn't fit here. Okay. Well, I guess enough. it kind of could. 
there is the theory that uh, when they do Ironheart, that there will be an AI for Tony. Like Tony has actually created well, yeah, AI that is of the, himself. Because in the comic book, that's exactly what happened. He, right. he is the artificial intelligence. He's the AI that controls the Ironheart suit or interfaces a, with the Ironheart suit. Yeah. I have a feeling that the AI that was built to stop Jarvis was him. Because it would probably be the only one that Jarvis would recognize that would have a chance of doing it. Okay. So that's a theory. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. And then last, but certainly not least... Uh, it's the name says it all, folks. AI. Yeah. A movie called AI. A absolute shit dumpster fire of a movie called AI. Which one uh, was that? It was one with Haley Joel Osment. The family lost their child, okay. so they did the you know thing machine to replace him. They treat him like shit. The underwater city, all the robots in it. How could you have a movie? That is literally named AI, artificial intelligence, and have such a shitty, shitty portrayal of artificial intelligence. And Spielberg, no less. Oh, my God. It's such a dumpster fire. Uh, but we had to mention it because it is literally called AI. It's a movie about artificial intelligence. So, and I mean, yeah, it does kind of sort of get across the point of AI, but it it fails on so many levels. Like the the thing I, the thing that really bothered me about the film is like you know central messages aside whatever the case may be like the whole thing is like you you made the robot a cute kid now the only reason you did that was to pull on my heartstrings and make me feel something for a machine okay fine I'll give you that whatever but then the message is like well where do you draw the line between machine and person like where does that line blur can you love a machine like you love a person can you no i don't need don't hit me over the head with this bullshit it's very simple uh if you bring me a machine copy of my dead kid okay i ain't my kid i'm not gonna love it like i would love my kid sorry not gonna do it now not gonna say that i wouldn't appreciate it and it might not give me some closure in that particular instance but there's no way i'm going to have affection for a machine the same way i did for my you know human child now that makes me a dick makes me a dick i'm sorry here's what it is well I, I, I again i kind of get what they were going for it, it it's i would liken it to uh highlander yeah uh highlander uh duncan mcleod's female companion dies mm-hmm. in season two in season three they have a woman and they they teach her they give her speaking lessons they give her plastic surgery and basically turn her into a copy of her mm-hmm. now obviously she's not an artificial intelligence but duncan knows this is not her but he falls in love with her anyway because she is she is her effectively so I kind of get what they're going for is the machine has done so well that it, for all practical purposes, it is a machine, but for all practical mm-hmm. purposes, it is acting, it is speaking, it is doing everything exactly like who it is designed to replace. No, I, so, I completely I mean, get that. I get it, but at the same time, it still falls so short. Yeah, it really did. It was just a bad movie. Yeah. Because it would never grow unless you manly made it grow i mean you would probably have to like get upgrades and as it matured like that kind of thing or maybe it could be like you know that's something that they could do you know with the technology they had at the time 
I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it was just it. The movie had so much potential, and it was like, no, no, you 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 you, you missed the mark too far for me to come back and follow you along now. You promised us chicken salad, and you gave us chicken shit. Really? Yeah. And trust me, we know everything about turning chicken shit into chicken salad. We do it on a weekly basis. We do it on the weekly. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Jerry does the majority of the work. I, well, I, 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 I got to give the credit where credit's due. Jerry I just does, do the editing. I just I just cut out all the silences and the awkward stuff. Uh, okay, and, uh, that means Jerry's the one turning the chicken shit into chicken salad. And all the so, times we just cry into the microphone. So, you know what? Yeah. Give yourself a round of applause. You've I think earned, I'll do you've that. You've earned it. You've I earned am in it. charge of the board after all, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You know what else I'm going to give myself? What? I'm going to give myself one of these. Because I like it a lot. Yeah. You know what? You've earned it. Yeah. You've earned it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's getting kind of sweet in here. I'll make it better. All right. There we go. Uh, have, have y'all heard a theory that supposedly in like 20, 30, 20, 40, people believe that we'll, um, we don't die. We just jump bodies, our consciousness? Well, I mean, there's... Um, like there's been talk about that for years. Um, <clears throat> after that movie Transcendence came out with Johnny Depp, where he uploaded his consciousness into a computer, and there's a couple other instances where that happened as well, like um, Lawnmower Man back in the '90s. Yeah. Um, like the the issue is, is that when you get right down to it, like the, the storage capacity of the human brain, it doesn't sound like a lot, not compared to what like computers and stuff we have now, but. The one thing that they can't categorize are like that's like storing memories on neurons and stuff like that, but it's the um like the personality the emotional aspect like they're not a hundred percent sure that that information is carried in those same receptors and storage areas, mm-hmm. so you might be able to send your memories to another body, but that is not going to qualify as your consciousness like what makes Britney Britney is not the memories in her head. It's her personality, her behavior, the way she perceives things. I could take your memories and transfer them over to James. That doesn't make James Britney. That just gives James Britney's memories. And so I think that's where they're kind of wondering right now, how far can it go? Because, like, uh, one of the things they talk about in... Uh, they mentioned this in the next generation when they're talking about data's positronic matrix. It resembles a human brain. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at it when they take a skull plate off, like it's got the beeps and the boops and the lights and the wires and everything, but it looks like neurons, like it's mapped like a human brain, which allows him to learn and think and feel and behave and that kind of thing. So, it's interesting to think, like, maybe one day is that something we could possibly do? I don't know. I'd like to think it'd be cool, you know? Yeah. Your body starts shutting down, just transfer your consciousness into a, a newer, younger body. Maybe take a spin around as a chick one time, see what it's like, you know? What you think if you could... I'd never leave the house. Me neither. Well, I mean, you know they always have the jokes that when we finally achieve AI, it'll be so you could fuck the robots. Oh, they're working on that right now. Yeah, let's like, just I say the Japanese you. are working very hard The Japanese are making fuck robots as yes, we speak. Because <laughs> what was it? And then there was also the Facebook robots. Yep, like I, I like, but I don't know why I picture like the the Japanese making like Gundam fuck robots, like giant fuck robots. 
Like they you would have only Gundams. be able to. I know they right. have Gundams, but they don't work. But you would actually like you would fuck another fuck robot. Like you wouldn't <laughs> fuck the robot yourself. It'd be like two Gundams fucking each other. But it'd be somehow would get you off. I don't know. That's what I picture in my head. Have you seen some of their robots? Oh yeah, they're it's creepy as shit. I want to go see that fucking uh, the full size Gundam that they built. Mm-hmm. The one that's articulated. I want well, to go see that very badly. Well, I know they they changed it. They they put another one. They removed one and they put another. Well, because the one they had was the original one from Gundam Wing, um, mm-hmm. and that was the one they had out front. But I think they changed the. They built another one. It looks like one from one of the other uh, mm-hmm. shows. I can't remember now. They got so many of them. The Japanese love Gundam. Yeah, I think the other one was from Mobile Suit, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, I want a Gundam. Can we make that happen? Let's make that happen. Or working on AI, just make me a big ass robot. Well, I'm just saying the Japanese, they got to start on everything. If you want to fight with it or fuck it, they they start and fight. All right, well, I'm down for it because I want to get in the gun so I can look outside and scream, Achilles! Better, better yet, <laughs> why don't they just make a robot and call it the fighting fuck? It'll fight and fuck. Yes, it's half, uh, half fighting machine, half sex robot. But if you ever get the... Like it fights you by humping you. It's <laughs> bang, bang, doom, 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 doom. <laughs> like the robot from Robot Chicken that humps the truck. Clang, 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 clang. Death by, by snoo, snoo, snoo. <laughs> Not be death by snoo, snoo. All I'm imagining is, is like a broke pelvis. That's what would happen. A yeah, that's hip. exactly the end result. <laughs> a broke pelvis, a hip, something. No, or, like or even worse, like, um, the you know, because they're going to want the... Well, just speaking from a male perspective, they're going to want the vagina of the robot to remain tight. So they'll have to put some kind of compression mechanism in there to make it. And then it malfunctions and just clamps down. Mm-mm. No. Oh. Or worse, like the jaw malfunctions and clank. And you're like, oh, no, no, no. I'll imagine it's 404 like a, blue screen diff. All right. Almost thinking as um, Howard from the Big Bang Theory. Yes. <laughs> so I, I, I hope if we, uh, let's just say I hope there's a lot of testing in the in the sex robot industry before we start putting them out on shelves purchase. I want to know what you get paid to be to, to be a tester for that. What are you talking I'm, about getting paid? That'd be free. It's <laughs> That'd be free, dudes lining up around the block. <laughs> sure, but you could die. Well, that's what the that's Brit, what, that's what the waivers how, for. How, how many men do you know? Because <laughs> I'll tell you right now, any man would die for a chance to to have sex, especially with a machine that can do anything you want it to. But then. Sweetheart, you know men buy flashlights. Okay, they're flashlight vaginas, and they sell like hotcakes. True, but you think they're going to have female test subjects too? What's going to draw them? They got to have something. Um, Tentacles, probably something like that. Because I hate to tell you this, but a pretty reliable source has told me tentacles is very quickly replacing dildos. Yeah. Well, I mean, you want to go that far. You got the dragon ones. The yeah, the ones. bad dragon ones. But I mean, yeah. you think yeah. about it like you could uh, replace your partner's sex organ with a tentacle um, or the bad dragon dildo or something well, like I that. Well, I always thought the appeal of tentacles was you have multiple ones. Well, that's not what I'm saying. One. Like, you could have more than one. It's a machine. Who's to say how many attachments it would have or wouldn't have? I mean, like, you could attach five or six down there if you wanted to. Hell, you could replace the arms and feet with tentacles, too, and it's tentacle the fuck out of yourself i'm just saying like thinking about the fact that there may eventually be like a fully customizable sex robot at that point um i don't know that humanity would be able to like contain its kink like shit would get way out of hand like well it just reminds me of i was at cyberpunk 
Yeah. It got to that point in it if you play the game, and I'm like, this, this is sort of creepy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's the whole thing about um, escalation in the human mind. Mm-hmm. We get used to an experience. We get used to, used to an experience. We like the experience, but it's not doing the same thing it used to. Right. So we have to enhance it a little bit. So we have to keep up in the game, up in the game, up in the game. That's escalation. Yeah. How far do you have to go at a certain point to escalate even further? You know, eventually you're going to get to some real sick, depraved shit, and it's going to be like, suddenly the robot ain't going to be enough. You're going to want a real thing again. Yeah. You might need to go see a therapist for that. And then you're going to try shit with the real person that you tried with the machine. People don't bend like machines, can't do the same shit. Machine does die. We got crimes. Yeah. Or the machine ends up killing you. No, it's, I want to skull fuck you exorcist style. Turn your head around. Oh, shit, you're not a robot. That's a problem. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And is it, but your honor, she looked like a robot. No, she did not, I sir. <laughs> no, she did not, sir. Uh, and um, we're sentencing, sentencing you to death. My snoo snoo. My snoo snoo. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and then a bigger robot comes out. Come here. One fuck your mouth, exorcist style. Oh, no, this is terrible. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was it the, um, in Futurama, wasn't that a robot also? The one who sentenced them to death by snoo snoo? Yes. Yes. Beyond, it was a machine, yeah. It was a machine. It's the, been the machines the whole time. That was B. Arthur, right? I don't remember. It, it might have like, been. Sounds like B. Arthur. I was like, at 14, that was just like weird. Well, well the end of this episode got weird, didn't it? <laughs> a bit. Well, come a on. Bit. You gotta see here. You see all the things about, like, Japan doing robots? That will be fucking robots before they'll... They People are us. fucking robots right so now. So, guess what? We we now have three different types of uh, AI Universes we have utopian, dystopian, and kinktopian. Yes, yes. And the think after they get robots, they're gonna do the do that neko stuff. Probably cats, dogs. Yeah, probably. It it it, it will be a natural evolution of the thing. But we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. <laughs> Folks, we're, I promise you, we're we're gonna write this ship. We're gonna get us back on get get us back on track. Well, this is the end of the episode. There you go. There, there's there's no we're, back to, we're back on track. We're back on track. We're back on track. Thanks for listening, everybody. But now that we are at the end, we have two final pieces of business, Jerry. Indeed, we do. The first one is the nerd nest keyword. Uh, what is the name of the robot from 2001: A Space Odyssey? The AI that controls the the ship. What's the name? Come up with that. There's your nerd nest keyword. Send it to nerddemonknowledge at gmail.com. Yep. And in the subject, put please put in the name of the episode. Uh, that time you guys talked about AI, the actual name of the episode. Or that time you guys talked about fuck robots for, for 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> also, the name of the episode is, it can't be any worse than the idiots I, I already deal, deal with. with. Yeah. So there you go. I'm a weeb. I had to throw that in there. There That's you fine. go. Good job. That's fine. So we, were, we were talking about fuck robots anyway, so it was going to happen eventually. Yep. It's kind of what we do. <laughs> I wonder if the robots. I wonder if the sex robots will be able to queef. Probably. I bet you could program them to queef. The intensity. Did, also, you could probably even program the smell. Also, do you think naturally gonna what they're gonna naturally like secrete lube? Oh yeah, absolutely. It'd be self lubricating like, like a fucking ball joint. Yeah. Dude, absolutely. What about what? What would the male robot shoot? Um, motor oil. Actually. 
Oh my God! You could fill the reservoir with anything you wanted to, like nacho cheese, chocolate, chocolate syrup, Dr Pepper, <laughs> whiskey, like anything. Oh my God! I could. It reminds me. My head. You come that, home, your wife's blowing the robot. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's not what you think. It's why We were out of Dr. Pepper. It was all that was left in the house. <laughs> I'll imagine there's a bunch of lonely, like women who drink wine. That's yeah. all I imagine now. That's how they store their wine. Robot balls. The refrigerator's broken. He keeps it cold. <laughs> Technically, it's room temperature. Whatever. Shut the fuck up. Oh. <laughs> give mommy her magic juice. Give mommy her happy juice. <laughs> okay, so we gave you the nerdness keyword. Right. Yeah, and, uh, we did. We? <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Okay. So... Breathe, Jerry. We gotta, we gotta wrap it up. <laughs> Let's bring it home. All right, I'm here. I'm here. I'm back. Okay. I'm professional. I can do this. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of Nerd Knowledge. I'm James. I'm Jerry, and, and we, we are first, first pick for podcast. Last pick the dodgeball. Yes. yes. We'll catch you guys next week. See you then. Oh, God.